Welcome to the Two Woke Sisters podcast, hosted by yours truly, Manda and Malia. On this podcast, we'll teach you everything we've learned about breaking free from social norms and toxic patterns, and how to start creating your life from pleasure rather than pressure. We're here to give women the permission to ask for more and sink deeper into your desires. We share alongside experts in the field about how to heal your heart, claim your worth, and experience epically satisfying relationships. Think of this podcast as your safe space to dive into yourself and discover what feels good to you. Welcome back, Sunbeam. You're listening to the Two Woke Sisters podcast. We are really excited to share this guest with you because on this podcast, you know, you can expect to hear a lot about feminine empowerment, how women can be in their power, all that good stuff, right? But today, we're excited to be shifting the tables a bit to be talking about the masculine and men empowerment. So this episode is going to be really, really relevant and powerful, we feel, for our men listeners out there, but also for the women. Yes, because this is where true empowerment and union happens, when both men and women can be in their truth and be in their power and really celebrate that. So we're really excited to introduce to you today Alex Grindy. Alex is going to be sharing about the perspective of the masculine when it comes to pleasure, intimacy, and love. Alex is a men's sex coach and specializes in helping men overcome performance anxiety in the bedroom. Alex's work is committed to helping men gain full sexual confidence so they can show up as the best version of themselves in their relationships and lives. He helps men become the best lovers they can be, as well as supporting their partners in maximizing their pleasure and connection. Some of the topics that we cover in this episode include the shame and pressure men experience around intimacy and sexuality and how we as women can support them in overcoming this. Why open communication is the gateway to deeper intimacy and how to open the dialogue around having deeper connection and pleasure with your partner. What the masculine desires most in relationships The difference between sexual energy for men versus women, the types of orgasms men can have, sex without a destination, being in the pleasure, and how to have emotionally, energetically, and physically safe sexual experiences. All right, we're going to get into the episode real quick. If Two Woke Sisters podcast nourishes you, then you can support us by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing this episode to your Instagram story, tagging us at Sisters That Stray. We love to connect with you there. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome, Alex. We're so excited to have you. I'm especially excited because you do really similar work to what we do, but you do it for men. And I think it's so powerful. Amanda and I have, we've been recently talking about this, about like we spend so much of our time empowering women and like take your power back and like learning about their sexuality. But a huge part of that is like the masculine, like the men's work, right? And if we want to have really good relationships and we want to have like crazy intimacy and all the pleasure there's the masculine that has a huge component in this so I'm stoked to talk to you I'm stoked to learn from you and our listeners are going to learn so much from you 
So I'd love for you to just share a little bit about yourself, what it is that you do, and maybe share how you got into this work as well. Yeah, sure. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Uh, my name is Alex Grendy. I'm a men's sex coach, and I specialize in helping men overcome performance anxiety in the bedroom, um, mostly premature ejaculation and erectile dysfunction. And this is a huge limiting factor for a lot of men. Um, and it's holding them back from being the most authentic version of themselves with their partners. And, you know, my whole program, my, all of my work is centered around helping men become the best lovers that they can be. So uh, not only increasing their own pleasure, but also being able to support their partners in maximizing their pleasure and their connection as well. Mm, so um, good. So tell me, like, how, how did you get into this work? Like, I feel like this work is so sensitive. It's so like deep, you know, like I, it's hard for me to even imagine men signing up for this and be like, yes, give me this, you know? So how did you get into it? Was it from your own experience? Yeah, um, it's not a long story, but it, it does go back. Like I grew up in a very sex positive family. So, um, you know, my parents talked about sex. I knew my parents had sex when I was really young. And, you know, that might be slightly inappropriate and like uh, boundaries might have been crossed a little, but that's that's what my path was. And even when I was, you know, 10 years old, I to me and in my family, I knew it was important that uh, couples have sex, that sex was really important in the relationship. Um, so that's just what I grew up with. And on top of that, that just made me really interested in sex. I was like, oh, okay, this, this is, you know, this natural attraction of pleasure and touching ourselves. You know, I, I got really comfortable with talking about it early because I was exposed to it. So um, even like when I was 10 years old, I was somewhat of a sex educator in my school, you know, like telling the girls what a blowjob was and, you know, just like that to me was normal, you know, to talk about those types of things where you know, for most people that was really uncomfortable. Um, but on top of that, when I did start being sexually active, I was totally overcome with performance anxiety. So starting from my first sexual experience, um, losing my virginity was like a disaster, uh, which I think for most people is, you know, doesn't go so smoothly. Um, so I just, I kind of went through it for 15 years, experiencing every performance anxiety under the sun, like premature ejaculation, erectile dysfunction, penis size shame was like a huge thing for me, like rooted at the bottom where I just wasn't accepting myself, always worried like, uh, am I good enough? Am I big enough? So, I was having a lot of sexual experiences, but what I thought was good sex was still me not accepting myself, not being present in the bedroom, not connecting with my partners, 
you know, I would use porn and sometimes like my girlfriend would be coming over and I would watch porn before to be turned on, you know, and like use this disassociation during sex because I, I felt so much pressure to ejaculate with partners. So on top of the first performance anxieties, I also had the performance anxiety sometimes of I couldn't ejaculate during sex because I put so much pressure that I had to ejaculate to make my partner feel good and attractive and seen. So yeah, it was all like that for, for basically my whole life. And until I went down this path of discovering myself and understanding that there was more and that there was such thing as sex coaching, which I was like, what, you know, even though I was experiencing all of these performance anxieties, I was still comfortable talking about sex. So I was giving advice from a not so educated place at that time. But once I started learning and really diving deep into this and um, just absorbing as much information as possible from all of my coaches and mentors, I realized, holy shit, I don't know anything about sex. And I've had, you know, more partners and experiences than most people. And I felt, felt like I've experienced like 10% of my pleasure potential. So my mind was just blown. And I was like, oh my God. And then when I started putting these practices into real life and applying them, I just like, I, words don't even describe what I was feeling in my own body and what I was able to, you know, experience with partners. And I was just like, everyone needs this immediately. I was like, not, you know, I want to coach men, but everyone in the world, in my opinion, can benefit from working with a sex coach. And at that moment, I was like, yeah, this is, this is what my whole life was building up to. Like I was made for this. This is, you know, I experienced it for so long, so much performance anxiety, so much suffering. And to know what it feels like to come out on the other side, I was just like, yeah, this is, this is what I have to do. That's amazing. I love that you're just like breaking this taboo around sex. And I love that you were, I mean, that's pretty amazing. I feel like it's pretty rare that you grew up in a home where it was really sex positive and your parents talked about it. Um, but I just love that you're breaking this, this like, hush you know it's like that it's such a hush hush topic it's so you know like people just have such a hard time talking about it um so thank you for the work that you do thank you for just totally like unapologetically talking about this topic and I love the passion that you have behind it too like yes sex is something that we all sex and pleasure is something we all want to experience as human beings and spiritual beings and like why does it have to be this topic that has so much like shame and like icky stuff like packed into it 
I think it's really interesting because we talk a lot about like the women's perspective of like all the shame we experience and all, you know, the, the men projecting mm-hmm. onto us and all of that. So I think it's like so powerful to hear the, the man's perspective and like also the way that you've experienced being shamed and the performance anxiety And I think as a whole, like Amanda was saying, like we've been suppressed around intimacy, around pleasure, around sexuality in general. So from your perspective, why do you think that is? Like, why do you think we've been so suppressed in in relationships and like, you know, just people in general really shut that down? Like they like shut down. Uh, That was me in my experience and kind of like the catalyst for why I do this work now is because I was so numb to it from experiencing a lot of trauma in it. And then similar to you, when I experienced like, wow, like this is like the gateway, like this is everything. It's now like, there's no other way besides sharing this with the whole world, how powerful it is. So I guess my question is like, why do you feel we're so suppressed around it? Why do you think couples and, and you know, individuals in general, like shut it down and kind of like, like. And it being pleasure, right? Like, I feel like it's pleasure that yeah. people are, and, and of course that's link, linked to our sexuality, but like just pleasure as a whole, right? It's, it's almost something that feels very, like, it's hard to connect with these days. Yeah, I mean, I'll speak a little bit about my understanding of the women's perspective, but I'll focus more about the man perspective. And, you know, it starts in childhood. As soon as you start, as a man, you start touching your penis and genitals, you're like, whoa, what is this thing? This feels good. You start to explore erections. And the first thing, this is just natural, right? This is a part of my body. I'm just learning my body. And kind of one of the first things we can hear is like, get your hands out of your pants from your parents, right? So you're just like, oh, wait, what? This feels good, but I'm not supposed to do it. I'm not allowed to do that. And, you know, depending on how your parents conveyed that message, it can be really harsh. Like, hey, don't, you know, you could be in trouble. So if that's your first experience with pleasure, there's a little bit of a hard wiring that's like, oh, that's not okay, you know? And then there's like the whole undertone of religion and suppression Um, And then, you know, on the women's side about, you know, you can't sleep with many men because then you're a slut. So you really have to protect and, um, you know, that's just super guarded instead of celebrated and and explored. It's like, no, 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 no. That's like, put it in, put a chastity belt on almost, you know, has to be the man that you're going to marry and that's it you know if you have too many partners no one's going to want to be with you and there's this like from what i experienced with women all these like shitty magazines saying you know you shouldn't have more than x amount of partners and you know every girl in my high school had like a number and a list and they knew and well i can't have any more or else um you know cosmo's gonna say i'm a slut and um so there's all of that and then there's um movies and everything else we're exposed to so everything is against us in terms of suppression of pleasure and sex and the shame and guilt but from the man's perspective it's just pressure like we're 
supposed to always want sex. Men are horny beasts. And if a woman says they want to sleep with them, they, they're hard and erect in one second and ready. That's not true. I'm sorry. <laughs> hate to break it to everyone. But that's not how men experience attraction and, and uh, arousal. Um, so this pressure on men to be good at sex, right? Like a man's just supposed to know what to do. And nobody teaches us how to have sex. No one teaches us how to connect with women. No one teaches us how to touch a woman. So men, we, you know, and in my experience, we learn everything through watching mainstream porn. So I think that's how I'm supposed to touch a woman or sleep with a woman. And, you know, it's a man who's has like a six pack, perfect body, the biggest penis you've ever seen in your life, like an absolute arm. And you're just like, I'm supposed to do what? Like, how am I going to pleasure a woman? I don't look like that. And, you know, there's so many messages in porn around like, well, if you don't have one of these, you're small and no woman is going to be pleasured by that. So it's just like getting knocked from all different sides, feeling like, wow, I'm just so inadequate, you know, and I can't change my penis size and it's just not going to be enough. Um, so yeah, from, from a man's side, I think if there's one thing I want to just like get out there, it's, it can be pretty scary being with a woman, like not knowing how you're going to be received. We want to be confident. We want to know. We want to show up in that way. But like everything around us, especially if we're watching porn, is telling us that we're not going to be good enough. Mm. I have to say, like, I'm really... I, I needed to hear this, I feel like, just like hearing the this perspective, because, you know, from my perspective as a woman, I've definitely had those like petty conversations with my girlfriends about our partners. And you're so right. Like it's, we rarely as women think about the pressure that men are under, because of course women are under all this other pressure and we tend to get, you know, I guess really caught up in that. And we forget that like men have the same kind of experience of the shame and the pressure. And I feel like it's just really refreshing for women to be reminded that men are humans too. <laughs> like men still have emotions. Men still experience these same really difficult emotions that we experience when it comes to our sexuality and our intimacy. Mm. So I feel like I'm, this is something I needed to hear myself, just speaking from myself. And I feel like a lot of our listeners are probably thinking like, oh, wow, you know, like I, now I feel bad for, for, you know, making a joke about that one guy that like came in 30 seconds or the size of like that one guy's penis, you know, it's like totally. And what's crazy, like, I'm so stoked that we're having this conversation right now because it's crazy, like the work we do with with women around their relationships they haven't even had this type of conversation with their partner like yeah, people have been with for like years right yeah. people in relationships aren't even having these conversations mm -hmm. so i'd like to talk about like how do we shift this like how mm -hmm. do we what are some from your perspective like what are some practical steps um specifically men but like women too can take to 
to like have these conversations with their partners and to have like safe sex, to have more pleasurable sex, to have their, their needs and their desires met. Like how can we implement this into our lives? What are some simple steps we could take? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, like I definitely recommend having support for stuff like this, you know, whether it's a coach or a program, like it, it's so important to have that guidance and support. I can read books all day, but I don't know if I'm doing it right. I have no one to kind of talk about the feelings that are coming up for me. So I just, I know what shifted in me when I had that guidance and I had someone to talk to who was telling me like, yeah, I feel that way too, you know? And I have so many men in my container right now who are right at that moment where they're for the first time in their life gonna overcome this fear of talking to a partner about having performance anxiety. So it's a really big deal, especially for men to be able to be that vulnerable and say, I'm actually really struggling with sex and I always have, and this is why, you know? And yeah, I, I see so many men in my container right now at this moment who are putting off this conversation and they're really challenged by it. So from the man's side, I, I know how difficult that can be to, you know, they have the, we have this expectation and that we're just good in bed, you know, and, and that we know what to do because we're a man, you know? And the truth is, you know, that there's so much more underneath that. So how can you start? I mean, it starts with releasing the guilt and shame. And how can you do that? <clears throat> it's, it's starting with that vulnerable conversation. So the man, you know, you might, cry, right? Like that might be the biggest fear. I'm going to tell this woman that I don't feel comfortable in bed. And that's why I haven't been getting an erection. And it's nothing to do with her and my attraction to her. I'm just absolutely terrified of not performing. And yeah, I think it, it you know, the way that I approach it with the men that I work with is is to only do that with a partner you feel really safe with and feel like you have that comfort to just really open your heart to someone and say, hey, I've been holding this in since we met. And this is the truth. All of those times that I blamed it on alcohol or you know stress or whatever, the truth is I've been afraid of sex and I have fear and anxiety about you accepting me, you know, as a lover. And, you know, I, I don't know how does that even feel for you guys to hear that, you know, when I share this with partners or when I have in the past, it's always been received really well. You know, it's actually this huge opportunity to connect deeper with your partner. And, you know, what I share is like nine times out of your 10, the partner is going to be like, me too. You know, I, I feel 
anxiety around my yoni or my body. And uh, so being able to share that together and be like, okay, well, we're both experiencing this. It's actually something maybe we can work on together instead of pushing intimacy away and continuously saying, oh, I'm not in the mood, not tonight, you know, coming up with these excuses and just sitting down and having that really scary, vulnerable conversation. Totally. I think that's what we do is we would rather push it away and ignore it and suppress it rather than like get in the most uncomfortable, vulnerable, you know, space with a partner and like look them in the eyes and say like, this is what's going on for me. This is how I feel. And coming from a place of like taking ownership rather than like blaming or projecting. So it's like, I feel this, like when this happens, this is how it feels. And then we can even claim our desires from that space of like, next time this happens, this is how you could support me or this would feel better for me. That right there, like, I don't know about you guys, but I already feel like more open. I feel more safe. I feel more seen. Like (laughs) I feel more like connected to you guys. Like we create this intimacy when we let someone really into what's going on in our internal experience. But we've, like we've been talking about, like we've become so suppressed and so there's so much shame and there's so much guilt and all of that around it that we don't know how to navigate it. And it's easier to just push it away than to like really let someone in. Mm -hmm. So these conversations I think are so important. And that's what I see in the work that we do is, is communication is like the number one blockage in relationships because people would rather just like uh, go on with their life and stay busy and ignore it. But it's the gateway, like it is the gateway to intimacy. It is the gateway to deeper connection. So um, let's talk about, okay, I wanted to ask from your perspective, what do you feel since we're on this topic of relationships, what do you feel like the masculine really desires most in relationships? Because we talk all about what the feminine wants and needs and desires, but like how can the feminine meet the masculine? What is it that they like really, really want and desire? And like yeah, I, I don't. How to like evoke this like openness. Cause I feel like there's probably a lot of women that are listening right now that have partners that they wish they could just like have this this big heart opening conversation with but maybe the partner is still a little closed off to it so like you know like a way to like really pull the masculine in and invoke this openness from them yeah i think i mean every guy's different but if i i just want to speak from my own experience and something that i think maybe women don't realize because like women want to be chosen right they want to be special they want to be seen they want to be heard men want that too. Men want to be wanted, you know, and I don't really like this very polarized, like masculine feminine talk. And this is how men are. And this is what the masculine wants. Like men want to be wanted. They want to feel like, you know, in every single way, men want to know that you like their penis. You know, men want to know that you want to sleep with them. So this idea of like, well, the man should initiate sex all the time, right? It's like, what? You know, why? Why can't a woman share how attracted she is to her man and how much 
she she wants him tonight you know that is exciting that is something that you know the expectations kind of change and a man can feel more seen and more open and more like okay i don't have to do everything all the time and um in terms of vulnerability i think the best way to lead in vulnerability is to be vulnerable yourself. So whether that's a woman or a man, it's about sharing that perspective. So um, if it's, a, you know, heart opening, then a woman sharing what's on her heart, you know, right? Like what, and not just, oh, I'm, you know, feeling emotional. It's like, no talking about your own performance anxiety. You know, a lot of women experience difficulty in pleasure, having orgasms, you know? And if a man is having trouble in the bedroom, instead of being like, hey, wanna talk about how you didn't get an erection last night? It's like, hey, can we talk about how I'm feeling? I'm actually struggling to have orgasms with myself. And I'm struggling to have orgasms during sex. You know, how are you feeling? So it opens up this comfort of like, okay, she experiences this too. I don't need to hide this anymore. So I think as a partner, whether you're male or female, you can lead that conversation by taking ownership of your own insecurities and, and allowing them to then say, oh, phew, now I can talk about this, you know, I've been holding this back for our whole relationship. Hi, goddess, it's Malia. I'm interrupting this episode real quick to share something really special. Radiant Relationship Academy is now open for enrollment. Inside, I guide you through fully healing from your past toxic or traumatizing relationships to become fully confident in recreating or attracting a healthy, supportive, deeply intimate love without repeating the same patterns, ignoring the red flags, or falling for the same emotionally unavailable partners. So if you're ready to really get to the root of why the same cycles keep happening in your relationships, heal the trauma of the past and rebuild your confidence and your self-worth and step into that radiant full body yes in intimacy, love, and pleasure, I would love to welcome you inside. Book a call with me today by using the link in the show notes. You can also get more information by emailing me at hello at sistersthatstray.com. All right, let's get back to the episode. So I kind of want to ask now, this was um, my question before we asked you this question, but now that we're all in our feels and our emotions, which is beautiful and great and important, I kind of want to shift the conversation into more of like the physical stuff. Um, can I really want to hear you share about the differences between uh, masculine sexual energy and our sexual energy as women? Yeah, I mean, sexual energy in general is is the most powerful energy that we have as humans. So a lot of people aren't tapping into this like super primal life force energy, whether you're male or female, there's just so much power in that energy. Um, for women, women have 
it's said in Taoist, you know, theory and, and philosophy that women have unlimited sexual energy. And that means women can cultivate this. And the more that you're having orgasms, the more life and zest you have that you can bring into all areas of your life. And that's awesome, by the way, <laughs> for women. And something that, you know, should be celebrated, right? Like, wow, the more I orgasm, the more like vitality I have the more vibrancy I'll have, the more creativity I'll have for my life, for my work, for my relationship. Like, you know, I always say, think of having the best sex you've ever had on Sunday morning. And that's how your day is all the time. You know, it's like you wake up from that connection, that love, that, that pleasure, and you take a walk and you're like, I'm unstoppable. No one can touch me right now. I'm having the best day of my life, you know? And I think people don't realize you can cultivate that not only by yourself, but you can bring that sexual energy every day. And, you know, the flip side for men, and, and I talk a lot about and, and teach and practice semen retention because men have a finite amount of sexual energy it said so when we ejaculate we release so much testosterone and all of these different hormones that actually kind of take away our life force you know we have to regenerate all of this uh power and and this life force that creates life so when men are ejaculating really frequently, they're often at a much lower level of their energy and, um, you know, it can cause a little bit of depression. And so when men, when we cultivate that sexual energy, it's like, you know, women being in their power through experiencing all this orgasm. When we retain, we're like charging, we're powering up, we're harnessing that sexual energy. We're not a slave to our sexual desires, feeling like, okay, I'm stressed, I need to go masturbate, or hey, I need to go get my partner to have sex because I'm out of balance. You know, not because I really want to connect with my partner, but because, hey, it's my partner. And that's what partners are for, right? Which is a whole other topic we can talk about. But when a man is connected to his sexual energy and it's harnessed and it's controlled there's so much power behind it and and yeah there's just like a different different level of of groundedness and knowing that like yeah I can hold myself I'm not I know how to work with my sexual energy I know how to cultivate it I know how to harness it so it's not just being leaked everywhere and it's a, a lot more intentional. Um, and yeah, that power just emanates through the gym, work, everything. You just show up in a better way. Epic, <laughs> epic. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. Um, can you share a little bit about the different orgasms that men can have? Because I feel like uh, women don't really know that. Like, you know, when, when, when women think about men orgasming, they think about ejaculation. 
And um, I think this is like a really key thing to talk about because I work with women who like, they have no idea the things their yoni can do. <laughs> like they have no idea the different orgasms that, that they can have as a, as a woman. And, and, and if they don't know that, then they can't really share that with their partner, right? So then like switching to the men's perspective, it's like, wow, like, and even from my perspective, like knowing that my partner can have all these different kinds of orgasms and like, we can have those conversations together about like, what do you desire? What feels good? Like what really turns you on? Like, what do you wanna to explore together? But we have to be educated around this. So I think this is like a huge thing to educate people around. I don't think even men know similar to women, how they don't know they can have, you know, multiple different kinds of orgasms that I don't think men know this either. So I'd love to just dive into this and hear what, what you can share around it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I just want to share for myself, when I first heard this concept, I was like, what are you talking about? You know, like, what does that even mean? Men having full body orgasms. You know, my experience was that orgasm and ejaculation are the same thing. That is the point of stimulation, whether I'm masturbating to porn or having sex, like I'm going for an ejaculation. That is the pleasure. So in my limited experience before, I wasn't really so much in pleasure until the ejaculation. You know, it was like, yeah, sex is like kind of fun. But in that moment of my life, I was actually, and I've had conversations with, with friends where I was like, sex can be kind of boring. You know, when you're only going towards ejaculation, it's like, what am I doing before that? You know, what's the point? And that obviously creates some pressure too, right? To have the ejaculation. Um, but that, that idea, when I share that with friends and when I learned about this and started practicing it, it was like, what the hell are you talking about? And like, you know, a lot of men are also stuck in this idea. Like, I like my ejaculations. I don't want to not ejaculate every day. I love it, you know? And there is this like addictive element to it. The, the hormones that your brain releases, it is a little bit drug-ish. Um, but yeah, the men are capable of having non-ejaculatory full body orgasms. So you can completely separate ejaculation and orgasm and be in pleasure the entire experience, whether it's foreplay or during sex. So it's just this super freeing, liberating, more pleasurable way to experience all types of sexual activity because there is no destination. It's not like, okay, we need to, what do you need to do to get off, right? Like I'm already, it's happening, you know? And when you connect to that, you can enjoy your pleasure for so much longer. And it's not this idea of, oh, this is boring. Like when is the ejaculation gonna happen? That's when, you know, the fun starts. It's like when you're building arousal constantly throughout and you're getting close and then just going back down and getting close and going back down it's like a totally different world 
of how much pleasure you can feel and experience all over your body. And uh, yeah, it's, I always say it like men, when you hear this, you're probably like, what the fuck? Um, but it's super tangible. And there's been studies around this like way back that prove and show that any man can have this experience can have can separate orgasm and ejaculation it just takes a little bit of practice and guidance and awareness so it's like you just have to unlearn the way that you used to do it and you have this whole new world ahead of you there's so much unlearning <laughs> we talk about that a lot as well like just basically unlearn everything that you thought you knew <laughs> about sex and relationships um, I really love that you you brought this up about like ditching the destination because yeah. from my own experience, I used to like really not enjoy sex. Like I, it was uncomfortable. I didn't get any pleasure out of it. And it was just like waiting around, like, when is this done? You know? And so I had to relearn. I had to forget everything I knew about it and like totally relearn. And what that looked like for me was what is, what is sex without the, the orgasm? Like it's, it's the pleasure. Like I had to like relearn what pleasure is. And, you know, that, that was many different steps for me of like coming home to my body and, and reigniting that for myself. And so that's what I really teach women is like, how do we do that? Like, how do we resensitize ourselves to life and to, to our body, to pleasure? And when we enter sex in that way, it becomes this beautiful, full body experience from start to finish of like, this is fucking beautiful. There's so much pleasure in every little moment that like, if neither of us orgasm, it's yeah. still beautiful. And we still like, like receive so much pleasure. Mm. So I'm wondering like, how, how do you teach men that like, with what I'm saying around women, like I teach them like how to resensitize their body and like coming back to their pleasure. So do you teach that with men as well? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah, it's a very similar experience that like men are very disconnected from their bodies. So when we're used to masturbating to porn, everything is like hand, genital, eye, mind, you know? So we just completely skip the rest of the body which is our biggest, you know, erogenous zone. It, it, it's everything, right? So reconnecting men to all of the different experiences that they can feel in different parts of their body. You know, I use the analogy of previously, if I was with a woman and we were getting intimate and I knew she was maybe gonna start going down on me, you know, maybe she's like kissing me and on the way down. And the whole time I'm in my head, like, just do the deed, you know, just go there already. But when you're reconnected to yourself, you could feel so much pleasure in that tease, in that, you know, that can become the most fun part is exploring all of these ways to touch and feel on the way down and when you're connecting to your breath and bringing that energy everywhere you there is again there's no destination it's like everything is feeling good you don't need to you know rush to touch my genitals you can just be 
And that just opens up so much more pleasure and possibility. It's kind of like, it's like pleasure over pressure, which we say a lot, but I feel like that helps to relieve so much of the pressure, right? Like if it's, if we're not thinking about it as a destination, then like, what's the rush? Like, let's, let's just enjoy it for what it is. Let's, let's enjoy the sensations that we're sharing together. Um, so I, I, again, okay, I'm going to shift the conversation a little bit. So um, I think something that's really important is to talk about sex. One of the reasons it's important to talk about sex is proper sex education is, it's just missing in our culture. And what ends up happening is, you know, people don't, they're not as educated around how to practice safe sex, you know, so that leads to you know, if you don't know how to practice safe sex, it leads to STDs and um, unwanted pregnancies. So, you know, we talk about this a lot, like it takes a man and a woman to create a child, you know, to have this, to have sex. So there's like, there's equal responsibility there. And I know a lot in our culture, um, a lot of that responsibility is like placed on the woman, right? Like we have to take the birth control and, you know, be in charge of that. But I'd love to hear from your perspective, like, is this something that you talk about with your, um, the men in your container about how to have these really important conversations around sexual health with each other and how to support each other in that way. And again, just like leaving the shame at the door and like breaking these ridiculous taboos around these conversations and just having really genuine, authentic, important conversations that or ultimately just going to make sure that we're both healthy while we're practicing, um, you know, these like sexual experiences together. So I'd love to hear, is that something that you, that you share with your, your men in your container? Um, yes, but I, I will say that it, it's a really great question and, you know, something that's so important to me. And I just actually filmed a video for my YouTube channel on, you know, how men can stay hard in a condom because that's like the biggest excuse guys use. Oh, condoms don't work for me. So let's just like have sex without a condom, you know? And like, it's insane to me how many men are willing to take that chance, put themselves at risk, put their partners at risk just for the sake of saving face of possibly, you know, getting limp or, you know, not being able to perform. They'd rather be like, okay, let's just roll the dice. And, you know, I was speaking to some women about this and they're like, they're so fed up with that idea that like men would even try to have sex without a condom. You know, and I've asked friends, sadly, and they're like, yeah, I would only use one if, if she asked, you know? And I'm like, are you insane? Like, literally, um, you know, first concern for me would be pregnancy, and but equal concern would be my own sexual health. I don't know where this person has been, you know? And I can never know. So why wouldn't you protect yourself? So yeah, the, the purpose of that video was to empower men to know, hey, this is really important. You need to protect yourself, protect your partners. And also there is a way to have really enjoyable sex with a condom. 
there's this limiting belief that men have, and I had it too. Oh, sex with a condom sucks, and I don't stay hard in a condom, so it's worthless. It only takes like one or two experiences for a man to be like, okay, yeah, the, these just don't work for me. And they stop trying. And I'm like, there's such a better way. There's like a process, a protocol for understanding what condoms work for you, practicing masturbation in a condom. Um, so it feels normal and comfortable. And like, I used to hate sex with a condom. I had that limiting belief. Now, like you couldn't pay me to have sex without a condom. And I love it and I really enjoy it. So it makes me feel safe, you know? And uh, I don't have that like pit in my stomach the next day being like, should we get a pill? What do I have? <laughs> you know, like what, what I need to go get tested. And um, yeah, so that's one way that I'm, really trying to bring awareness around it but then there is that if you are seeing someone having that conversation around hey if we're gonna have unprotected sex have you been tested let's get tested together um and just having really open communication around that Totally. I think that there, like, there's been this weird shame around condoms and around even saying, because like, if I, like you or me, you know, are about to get intimate and I'm like, well, how do I know that like you're safe or I'm mm -hmm. safe? It's like automatically that person feels like, oh, like, what are you accusing me of? Mm -hmm. Or, oh, but like, obviously we're all having sex out here <laughs> and like who, like, I don't trust anyone to like be protecting themselves. Like no one's really doing that. So this should be like this empowering conversation that we can have. And like, I care about my sexual health. Like we know that like our sexuality our our, you know, sexual center is like the center of us. Like it's so important. And so why are we so ashamed of, and also like bypassing, protecting it? It's, it's this yeah. crazy thing. So I'm honestly so grateful for you and the work that you're doing and the awareness you're bringing around this and like for doing this work with men. It's like, it's so exciting and, and like, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful and it's so needed. I really see like, like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, Amanda and I were having this conversation and it's like, again, we can empower women all day long, like empower them and like, you know, teach them how to take their power back and all of that. But like, what is that without like also the rise of, of men in the masculine? Because when we come together in this like beautiful harmony and this beautiful union, that is gonna heal the planet. Like that is the healing, that is the gateway. Like that's what we need. So for you to be sharing this like shamelessly and to be sharing from your own experience, like you like own it. You're like, this is what happened for me. And, and like, this is how we overcome it. This, these are the steps. And it's a practice. Like, I think a lot of people don't realize, I mean, we all want a quick fix, right? Like yeah. we live in this society where it's like, I want to snap my fingers and it's done. I want a, mm -hmm. the best relationship ever. I want the best sex ever, but we have to realize that it's a practice. So maybe let's seal it off there. If you could share with the men and the, and the women, listening, like what is a practice they can start to implement today 
to move towards this, to move towards more fulfilling sexual experiences, to move towards um, deeper intimacy and like reigniting their pleasure, just, just like a simple practice they can start today. Yeah, I mean, I have obviously like my process and steps that I walk men through, but if, if you talk about the most basic stuff, um, you know, we talked about communication a lot. And just something I wanted to drop in um, was those conversations around testing and STDs or safe sex. I, I personally think that that's a conversation that is best had outside of the bedroom. So it's not like I'm about to go in and then I feel like, well, wait, are you safe? And then you have that feeling of like accusation almost like, wait, why you think I'm dirty? You know, whereas if you just have that at a dinner table, it's, it's just an open conversation without this, you know, in the moment intimacy. So um, I think it definitely starts with communication, but if we're talking about personal practices for ourselves, it's two things. One is getting out of a stressful state, you know, being able to get out of your head and into your body, whether that's when you get stressed at work or when you get stressed fighting with your partner or it's in the bedroom, like it all starts there. You cannot Humans cannot experience pleasure when we are in stress. So it's the number one libido killer, stress. It's like if a woman is stressed before a sexual encounter, she's not going to be aroused. She's not going to have orgasms. Um, so that's, you know, something we can support ourselves and our partners in de-stressing completely. Um, for me, that looks like connecting to the breath, you know, having some breath practices. That doesn't mean you have to sit in, you know, cross-legged meditation. That just means like coming back to yourself, not getting lost in the future or the past and just, uh, you know, being and on the other side of that, which I, again, think everyone needs guidance um, or could benefit from guidance is the importance of self-pleasure. Masturbation is the key to everything. If you don't do it with yourself, you can't just magically do it with a partner. Yes, there are exceptions, things can happen, but like it starts with you you are responsible for your pleasure. And once you take back that ownership, then you get to decide, do I wanna work on this? Is this something that's important to me? And if it is, then you need to practice it. And you need to explore things that are maybe uncomfortable for you. you know. And I don't teach women, I don't know what it's like to have a, a vulva or any female organs, but you know, that might mean exploring parts of your yoni that you've never explored before. And that could be really confronting. And men masturbating, self-pleasuring without porn and touching themselves in a different way. And that again takes practice 
and a totally new perspective and unlearning of the old and a welcoming of, of the new. Beautiful. Thank you, Alex. It has been such a such an honor to have you here. This feels like it's been kind of a long time coming getting you here on the show, but um, really happy to have had you and to just have again just to hear this perspective. It's been really refreshing for for both of us. I think I can speak for both of us, and I really feel like our listeners' minds are totally blown right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, do you want to share um, how they can get in touch with you? How they can find you? Um, I know you just launched a new um, YouTube channel, so go ahead and share how they can find you on social media. Yeah, thank you. Um, this was really fun for me too, by the way. Really appreciate you guys having me on. Um, my YouTube channel I just launched, you can find uh, just by searching Alex Grendy in YouTube. And I am going to be doing weekly videos there. So that's the best place to get some free content and free tips and tricks about everything male sexuality. And there will be some stuff about women and pleasuring women, things like that. Um, also can follow me on Instagram at superior.lovers. That is the name of my company. And um, you can also visit my website at superiorlovers.com. There, I also offer a free training where men can learn the number one reason why men have premature ejaculation and the biggest reason why men are bad in bed. That is a free training. And uh, yeah, if you feel called to work with me or learn more about what I can do, visiting the website, superiorlovers.com is the best way. Um, you can watch that free training and if it resonates with you, then you can book a call in with me. And I would love to, to learn more about where you are in your sexual journey and, and if and how I could help. Perfect. Amazing. Yeah, we'll link all of this up as well in the show notes so they'll have easy access to it. But thank you again, Alex. Thank you for your work. And um, yeah, the, the free training is really good, you guys. <laughs> Alex said so himself. <laughs> thank you so much, Alex. Thanks everyone for listening. Catch you next time.